Gemara Psachim Kufbeza Medbeza, the Gemara says, Ein Oimrim Shtei Kedushais al Kaisechas. Why? Ein Oisin Mitzvais Chavilais Chavilais. We don't do mitzvahs in bundles. Let's say you started a meal late on Friday and you want to make Birchas Hamazin on the Kais and also make Kiddush. You can't. It would be a case of Ein Oisin Mitzvais Chavilais Chavilais. We don't make, you're not Metair, two Mitzoyrim Kechas, you don't do two Saitis Kechad in Mashkin, you don't do Eglarufis together. We don't do mitzvahs in bundles. Kaisis is two different reasons. One he says, it looks like a Masai. You know, when you do a bunch of mitzvahs at one time, it's like the old aphorism, killing two birds with one stone. That's not Derech Eretz for a mitzvah. Alternatively, says Taisu says, another reason, just like Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha, you have to give each Simcha its own respect. You have to give each mitzvah its own respect too. So the difference between the two pshatim, one is by doing them chavilois, chavilois, killing them with one stone, it's like you're disrespecting the mitzvah. And the other pshat is that it's like ein marvin simcha b'simcha. You're not disrespecting, but you're not giving it its appropriate honor. One is more positive, one is more negative. Now the paiskim talk about a lot of different cases, which I will just run through very quickly. For example, I'll talk about could you daven for a bunch of sick people at one time, make a big mishaberach, say one kapital tillam, why don't you say an isa mitzvah chavilois, chavilois, or give tzedakah to two people at this one check Onani comes you say okay here's a check for your uh, for the kala and here's a check for the yeshiva whatever it may be can you do that what do you say in Isa Mitzvah's Chavilas Chavilas so let's explore this for a few minutes the Divrei Malkiel he was the Lamjarav Lamja was one of the great Rabbanasin in Lithuania. The um, Merle Diskin was Ravin. Lamja. This, I believe there's still a Lamja Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael today. It migrated to Eretz Yisrael. So Rabbi Divri Malkia lived in like the late 1800s, died right in the beginning of the 1900s. He asked why. He said, Sfarim that give Hespedim. You see, Hespedim they gave for a number of Gedolim at one time. He says, How could you give a Hesped for two Gedolim at the same time? He struggled with it. Why isn't there a problem of Ein Oisin Mitzvah's Chavilais Chavilais? Interesting question. Question. The Maram Sheikh was asked, he said, it seems that there was a, a male who was, must have been quite acrobatic. He was both a sandik, he held the baby on his lap, and he was also the male. So he said, I know that various Rabbanim do that. Why isn't there a problem? So Maram Sheikh's answer is, he says, two mitzvahs that complement each other, like tzitzis and tefillin, that's not a nice in mitzvahs, chavilas, chavilas. They actually work well together. But, you know, when you're doing two mitzvahs at the same time, there's no complementary attitude towards them. So he says, a mile who's a sandik, I guess it makes it more efficient to do the milah so they would complement each other. But he doesn't answer the question, what about two hespedim at the same time? So, I'll tell you what got me thinking. The Bir Allah and Tafresh Sadikeh is the Purim question. He says, could you send Shalachmanis to Anani? You send him Mishlayach Manis. And could you say, well, I was also Mekayim Matanis Levyanim at the same time. I sent him a beautiful roast, a bottle of wine, Mekayim Sai Shalach Manis, and Sai Matanis Levyanim. So he brings from Rabbi Kivag a note. That's going to be a problem there of Oisin Mitzvahs Chavilois Chavilois. Now, why does that feel wrong? To me, it feels wrong is you have two Chiyuvim. One is Shalach Manis. One is Matanis Levyanim. You can't, again, kill two birds with one stone. Why would that be different, let's say, than two Hespedim? And I would argue, and I would take the position, I don't have to be Maspid anybody. There's no din that you have to give a Hespid. It's true that you're I could find, do other things. So you can't say I'm killing two birds with one stone when I'm doing something that the, it's entire, there's no obligation. I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart. So when you have a Chiv Shalach Manis and Matanis Levyanim, that's it. That's a trick to do them both at one time. But two Hespidim, I don't have to do them. So it's no disrespect if I do it at the same time, if it's totally not obligatory. And I would say the same thing about, you know, they get up after Shul, they give a clap, let's say, 
Chaim was saying for Chayla, uh, and then afterwards they say anybody else, and they pile on. And they say Rivka ben Sarah So what's the? We didn't have. It's not obligatory. Once it's not obligatory, you can't say I'm killing two birds. I didn't have to show up at all. So I think that wouldn't be a problem. Or for that matter, giving tzedakah two tzedakahs at one time. You didn't have to give the tzedakah. Kamakayim tzedakah and other things. If I'm doing this tzedakah, the fact that I showed up, well, that's that's worthy of applause. So you can't say that you're disrespecting the mitzvah. That's what I would answer the lumjur of Shiloh. This week in Parsha's Kisisa, it says, Koran or Pnei Moshe. Moshe's face shone, famous Michelangelo painting. He's learned Koran, there were horns, but there were streaks of light coming out of his, off his forehead. And Chazal say, it came from the ink that Nishtair Bekolmas, he took some of the ink that was left in his feather, where he wrote the Torah, and he put it on his forehead, and that's where the light shone from. So there's a bunch of questions here. I mean, the obvious question is, how did he have extra ink in his feather? It's like the Rabbi knew the exact amount of ink is going to need to write. It's not like, you know, we take a guess, you'll need this amount by the Kaddish Baruch Hu and Samson, why was there extra ink? So the Rebbe Reb Heschel famously says, Moshe said, He tells Hashem in this week's parsha, if you want to destroy Kuala Yisrael, take me too. I go first. Acharai, I am the ultimate shepherd. I go first. So since he said it, it had to be Niskayim. Moshe's name isn't in Parshas Tetzaveh, so there was extra ink in the Kolmos. And Moshe put this on his forehead. Great shot. But here's my question. Why did he put that on his forehead? It was like a little kid with extra paint. You know, you give your kids the paint on a piece of paper and the teacher or the mother turns around and they splash it on the walls. Like, what's the logic that Moshe put it on his forehead? And I put to you, Moshe is Rei Mehemna, Rabban Shokol Bnei You know why he put it on his forehead? He wanted to show all the future generations of Gedolim, Rabbanim, students, what was his proudest thing in his life? He brought the Torah down. He split the Yamsov. His proudest thing that he puts on his forehead is the ink left from when he said, My greatest moment is when I was willing to take one for you. When I was willing to say, if there's no Jewish people, there's no me. I go first. I'm going to be the ultimate captain, first to sacrifice myself. That was his proudest moment. And from that, at the time that Rabbi Heschel, who said this, the Vart about the extra ink, he lived in Krakow. It was a very great time in Krakow's history. It was the Bach lived around that time, the Megal Amukas was right after the Ramah. So they say a story. The Shamish of Krakow used to go around. When a, a Nitzrach would come to the city, he would knock on door and door. One day, it seems there was a lot of Mishalachim, and he used up all his goodwill, and he was already tired. And one more new guy shows up for a very important cause. And the shaman said, nobody's going to want to give me anymore. So he said, I'm going to try. And he went to a rich fellow's house. And this rich fellow was a little bit of a scoundrel. So he looks at the shaman. He said, you really want to raise the money? He says, yeah. Okay. If you dress up in the clothing of a galach and parade through the center of the town, I'll give you everything you need for this guy you're collecting from. And the Shamish thought, he said, I'll do it. So he dressed up like a Galach, he went through town. I guess maybe it was Purim time for all I know. And everybody laughed, they had a good laugh, he collected the money. And this holy Shamish remembered to be a Shamish in the Ramazshal, right, at a time, they didn't take regular people. Before his death, he had one wish. He said, I want to be buried in the Galach's clothing. The humiliation that I took to be able to raise this money, that's the proudest thing I've ever done. Bury me in that clothing. There's a fabulous end to this story, but that's for another day.